Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 10th of May. India registered 2,288 COVID-19 cases and 10 linked deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 31,000, with 19,637 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5,24,000. The active cases comprise 0.05% of the total infections, while the recovery rate is at 98.74%. So far, India has administered 190 crore COVID-19 vaccines. As of today, 86.8 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. Despite the city witnessing a dip in its COVID numbers, authorities in Shanghai have been tightening restrictions. According to notices, residents have been asked to stay at home and have been restricted from receiving non-essential deliveries. According to Reuters, the Tesla plant in Shanghai operated well below capacity today as COVID restrictions in the city tightened. Several brands have been struggling to navigate Shanghai's lockdown rules and maintain output. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 515 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.2 million, according to the World Health Organization. Punjab Chief Minister Bhagwant Maan said today that investigations on the blast in Punjab Police Headquarters in Mohali were underway and that some suspects have already been arrested, NDTV reported. He tweeted, and I quote, Police are investigating the blast in Mohali. Whoever tried to spoil the atmosphere of our Punjab will not be spared. Unquote. The blast took place on Monday evening. Caused by a rocket-propelled grenade, it shattered a window pane in the building. No casualties were reported. Several opposition leaders, including Captain Amrinder Singh and Akali Dal's Sukhbir Singh Badal, have condemned the attack. AAP Chief Arvind Kejriwal described it as a quote-unquote cowardly act. Kejriwal tweeted, and I quote, Mohali blast is a cowardly act of those who want to disturb the peace of Punjab. Aam Aadmi Party's Punjab government will not allow those people's wishes to be fulfilled. Peace will be maintained under all circumstances with the cooperation of all the people of Punjab and the culprits will be punished severely. Unquote. Ravinder Pal Singh, Mohali headquarters superintendent of police, has described the attack as a minor blast. Singh said, and I quote, The attack happened from outside the building. It has been done with rocket-type fire. No casualty or loss happened. Our senior officers and FSL team are investigating it. Unquote. Today, several security personnel were seen deployed around New Friends Colony in Delhi as the South Delhi Municipal Corporation launched a planned demolition effort, the Hindustan Times reported. A bulldozer was reportedly sent to the location for the anti-encroachment exercise. Simultaneously, the North Delhi Municipal Corporation was also conducting an anti-encroachment demolition drive in Mangolpuri. This comes after a series of demolition drives that the SDMC has been conducting in the past week. The civic body conducted a similar drive in Shaheen Bagh on Monday. The demolition in Shaheen Bagh sparked massive demonstrations when civic officials arrived with bulldozers. Local MLAs from the ruling Aam Aadmi Party had joined the demonstrations. Delhi police have filed an FIR against AAP MLA Amanatullah Khan and his followers for hindering the demolitions, PTI reported. The FIR is based on a complaint filed by the SDMC. The Supreme Court refused to hear several pleas against the anti-encroachment drives. The court asked the petitioners, which included the Delhi unit of the CPIM, to appeal at the High Court. 
Listeners, Delhi has been witnessing a series of demolitions in the last month. On Monday, Shaheen Bagh became another spot of these anti-encroachment drives. My colleague Nidhi Suresh and Shivangi Saxena went on ground where several shopkeepers have claimed that they received no notice before the drive. You can read their report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Bulldozers in Shaheen Bagh, Shopkeepers Say They Received No Notice, Heard About It From Media. The reason we are able to report on issues of public interest without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription starts as low as Rs 300 only. Pay to keep news free. BJP's Delhi spokesperson, Tajinder Pal Singh Bagga, has been granted a stay on his arrest till July by the Punjab and Haryana High Court today, Indian Express reported. Bagga had been arrested on Friday by a team from the Punjab police on charges of promoting religious enmity and allegedly making provocative statements. However, the Punjab police cavalcade was stopped in Haryana after the Delhi police charged the Punjab police with abduction and assault. Later that day, Pagga was handed over to the Delhi police. A bench of Justice Anoop Chitkara heard the matter in which Pagga sought to quash the FIR registered against him by the Punjab police. The bench also heard a petition by the Punjab police against the detention of its personnel in Haryana and Delhi. The state police has also been allowed to prosecute the central government and Delhi police commissioner, Indian Express reported. Bagga's lawyers had argued that the FIR against him was false and was based on an incomplete statement. Today, protests took place outside Philippines' election commission as Ferdinand Bong Bong Marcos Jr. headed for a landslide win in the presidential elections, Reuters reported. Marcos is the son of the country's former dictator and had fled the country and lived in exile in the 80s when his father's autocratic 20-year rule ended due to the people power uprising. He has served in the Congress and the Senate since his return in the 90s. Protesters have alleged election irregularities. The Commission on Election has dismissed these claims. According to the BBC, Marcos's campaign painted his father's regime as a golden age, despite several critiques calling his tenure a time of rampant corruption and poverty. Apart from this, his father's regime also saw the imposition of a martial law, which saw thousands of dissenters and critiques jailed and killed. Current President Rodrigo Duterte's daughter, Sara Duterte Carpio, will be the vice president in Marcos's administration. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.